Hello everyone, this is Michelle from OverpoweredEntertainment.com and we're back with another Overpowered podcast. This time it is Geeks of the Machine as it has been the last couple of weeks. We will be discussing Titan Season 2 Episode 5. And today as my co-host I have Jasmine. Hello Jasmine. Hey Michelle, hey listeners. So normally Darnell would have been joining us, but there was um, issues with scheduling, but he will be back next week. But for now, you just got us ladies. And before we jump into everything concerning um, Titans, I did want to make a few announcements. Um, One being that we have a few shows down the pipeline since the fall season of TV is kicking into high gear when it comes to geekdom. And that means that we will be covering the first episode, and that's the only one that we're promising right now. The first episode of Batwoman, not Batgirl. Okay. Same difference. No, it's not. Don't do that. It is not. Do not besmirch the name of Batgirl. I can't think of her actual name right now, but if I could. Isn't it Barbara Gordon? There you go. You didn't even know. I know her <laughs> name. I couldn't think of it. <laughs> but I don't know. The CW is doing Batwoman. And we said we would watch the first episode. I will say going in, I'm not too excited by it. Mainly you saw the trailer. Of, mainly because the trailers and what I've seen of... Um, I can't think of her name right now, but the actress's name, mainly everything that I've seen of her, especially what I've seen in the crossover event of last year. I wasn't a big fan of, you know, that. And then, of course, with the promotions, is reminding me a lot of Supergirl. Meaning it does that, have a Supergirl feel. Right, where it's really... And I think Ruby Rose... There you go. ...is a great actress, but I don't think this what? is a role for her. I think she's a, she was great in John Wick. She didn't speak in John Wick. I don't... I think that was her best role to date. Like... The shade. <laughs> the shade is real. Like... <laughs> like fabulous I don't think that Batgirl is gonna be our thing but we're gonna watch the first episode for you guys right and you know I'm just get, we're, I'm going in with an open mind I will do that I'm, I'm going in with low expectations maybe that's the best way of phrasing it so that oh, way definitely. I can enjoy it no better. one has good expectations with this episode well, high, I can't have high no you're right I can't have high expectations mainly because if I did you would be deeply disappointed. Right. So I'm trying to keep it open mind. The best way to do that is to just lower my expectations and see Once upon what a time level. Me. We don't have any podcasts of Once Upon a Time up anymore. They're in the world somewhere, aren't they? Are they, they? on YouTube still? No, you um you you privated them. Oh. Maybe one day I'll re-upload them to the actual podcast stream. If anybody <laughs> wants it, I'll let do us that. know in the comments. Right. <laughs> because, like, to be fair, and this is such a long tangent. But to be fair, we did like once, uh, once upon we a time. It, once we liked upon once a upon time. time. Mm-hmm. But once upon a time, we liked once upon a time. Okay, then it evolved into something else that I don't. Even know, but anyway, so you have Batwoman episode one to look forward to from us, as well as the return the, of Supernatural. The return of Supernatural. Final season. Let's go. Woo! I'm not a Supernatural person. That's all you going to. 
The um, Flash. The Flash. And lastly, what we have um, coming up this within the next two weeks is My Hero Academia as well. We're going to do um, the first episode of that. And then um, after... Decide from there. Yeah. And decide from there. First of all, out of everybody here that's going to be on the podcast, that's me, Jasmine, and Darnell. Two of us love my hero, so yes. it's going to happen. Two of us, two of you do, right? So two of we, the team loves it, and one member of the team finds it okay. They <laughs> love Black Clover, okay? Because Black Clover is amazing. Like, let's okay. not besmirch Black Clover. Jasmine, Black Clover besmirch Black. Let's Clover. talk about this once we are on that <laughs> podcast. Let's not shadow Batman stuff with your your shenanigans. Batman, what are you? Okay, moving on. So, like I said, that's the, Robin, Batman, same difference. Oh my goodness, that's that is not the same thing. But that's what you guys can look forward to. Episode one of Batwoman, episode one of My Hero, within the next couple of weeks, once it airs, of course. Supernatural, which, the finals, goodbye. No, no, no. I was about to give you a shout out, which it will air on Jasmine's birthday. Happy birthday! Oh, thank you. Welcome to adulthood. Um, <laughs> Supernatural, as Jasmine stated, and The Flash. All and right. we also have some other sprinklings coming out soon, but we're going to keep those a surprise for you guys. Right. Okay, so moving on. Oh, sign up for the newsletter if you want other information. Right, sign up for the newsletter. You can just go to our website oh, right now. It's overpowerentertainment.com. <laughs> other go. sprinklings may change later on. Right. <laughs> just go there. As of recording this, it is. (laughs) Yeah, as of this recording, it's overpoweredentertainment.com. Anyway, moving on to this episode. This is what this episode is about of Geeks of the Machine, okay? This episode is about Titans Season 2, Episode 5, which is titled Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Right. Oh, this Wait, wait. I'm going to read the summary. (sighs) Okay. And then you can dive in. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, with the team thrown into upheaval, Dick and the rest vow to do everything in their power to save Jason Todd's life. Did they? Guards, hey, hey, you interrupted the summary. <laughs> Guards' guilt over Jason's kidnapping complicates the mission to save the fellow Titan. Oh. Rachel's dark secret continues to gnaw at her. All right, Jasmine, since you have been so, mm, I don't want to use the word desperate, but to give your opinion, go ahead. Okay, first of all, I don't know what the was going on with that summary that summary was lies i don't know who wrote that like i don't either it's from um it's from google did they really try like was guilt really gnawing at gar or was that like yes mm. I, i'll agree with that gar was feeling guilty and then rachel was desperate she was very hard at, like first of all she immediately told uh starfire her dark secret then well look you're going too far. See, I try to let you have a little bit of range, but you're you're going a little too far. So I'm gonna pull it back. You know, be the host that I'm supposed to be. <laughs> All right. So give me your overall impression of this episode. Basically, did you like it or did? Oh you yeah, like I was it? living for this episode. Like, okay. Ah, in and comparison was... to last week's. Well, okay. Last week's episode was a love story, and you know how much I love love stories. Mm-hmm. This week's episode was all action packed. Like, they were, like, plotting in the corner, kind of. But it was very much, like, we have to save the member of the team. But do we, though? And then Rose, and then everything, and Deathstroke making major points. I was living. Okay. So, I'm here with you. 
with the majority of what you're saying, except for last week's episode was trash. Everybody in the world agrees, except for a select few people who don't matter. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm part of the group that doesn't matter. You and whoever wrote that, made that video that you sent me about how amazing last week's episode was. A lot of people found that episode amazing. I don't understand why. I think the reason last week's episode was so good to some people is, and I was thinking this during the episode, but I forgot to mention it. Mm -hmm. We got to see the Titans pre-fall. So I think it would have been better if they had started with the old Titans first rather than seeing them in the first bed. I will say I don't I'm I'm going to slightly disagree with you on that and this is what I, my disagreement is. Had because of them introducing these characters first, I think the problem is that they should never have done a flashback. They could have just left it with these uh with these four or five the way that it was now and progressed the story from there instead of trying to retroactively add on um add death to the characters now you know what i mean because the problem is that you already set these characters up as being people that i'm not supposed to care about you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so why would i then want to watch you explain why i should care about them now i don't it's too late you introduced them incorrectly to me right but that's why i think that they should have started i'm sorry to interrupt well, but they should on. have me, given you Deathstroke and then the fall. No, no, no. Let me finish. So what I was saying was, I said I partially disagree with you. It's an either or. Either you do it where you don't do the flashback, or you do it where you start off with them as the core group. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like them mixing it up is what made me... I First of all, I don't think I would ever, ever have liked Dawn in any iteration... And subsequently, Hank, because he has some problems. But I'll admit, I, I, this episode made me like him a little bit more. And I'll explain when we get to those parts. But I like this episode. Jasmine, you like this episode. And I'm sure Darnell loved this episode because of the know. ending. Well, yeah, probably because of the right. ending. Right. So uh, next week, look forward to his opinion on that. Uh, okay. So or we... check out the Discord and you can ask him yourself. Or our Facebook group. Or right, the Twitter Jasmine? feed. Yes, Twitter feed. We got a lot of stuff. Look, we're everywhere. But yeah. I'll, I'll admit the best place to find us is Discord. I don't know why I just interrupted Jasmine so I could be mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were plugging other stuff, so I will give you a pass. All right. So we start off episode five with Robin. Um, I don't know why they open it this way with the traveling, him traveling, I guess, to the new location and then him waking up in the the unknown location. <laughs> I, they could have just had him wake up in an unknown location. They could have. It it bears it has no bearing on the story. Him being groggy while they move him around. Obviously, he was going to be groggy while they moved him around. Right. Like they knocked him out. <laughs> so, what did you think about his attempted escape? I was fine with it. If we're being honest, like of all the like, first of all, Doctor Light was an idiot. Of course. And he was like, I'm going to come over to you threat that I couldn't beat up without help. Right. You got, you have a point. I didn't think about that. I didn't because I was trying to figure out what um, Robin's game was when he was talking all that trash. Mm-hmm. I couldn't figure it out. Cause I'm just sitting here like, why? It's a waste of energy. Just let him be. 
Of course he's trying to escape. I don't know. That tells you right there I probably would be stuck. I'm like, whatever. Life will go on. (laughs) But, like, that really bothered me. Like, this is a literal threat that would have killed you. And you're like, oh, well, since he's tied up, he's no threat to me now. And you still get choked out. And he did it well. Even He even broke his thumbs and everything Mm -hmm. to escape. Which I wouldn't have gotten without the subtitles. And the reason why is because the music that they were playing was really loud. And it was, because I didn't know sound. he broke his thumbs until you just said it. I was like, right. oh, he just slipped out. I guess those knots weren't that great. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the subtitles, it says, sounds of bone cracking. I was like, oh, he broke his thumbs to get out. Got it. But, um, that's crazy, though, uh, that he was able to do that. And, of course, I'm like... Before he even escaped, I was like, okay, I wrote, I literally wrote down, Robin wakes up and makes an escape attempt. (laughs) And I was like, I knew he wasn't going to succeed anyway because of Deathstroke. He was the reason why you couldn't make it the last time. So I don't know where you thought you were going. Mm -hmm. Uh, I kind of want to skip to the conversation between, you know what I am. I'm going to go ahead and skip a little bit between the converse to the conversation between Robin and Deathstroke. Yes, the best conversation. Go ahead. Because Deathstroke was like, you're a con man. No, 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 no. Not Robin Sr., Robin Jr. Oh, and you know what's so funny? Mm -hmm. Um, Rose even said Robin 2.0, and I instantly thought of you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Rose, I can't stand her character, but sometimes she makes good statements, too. But the conversation between Robin Jr. and Deathstroke where Robin was like, when Robin basically was trying to run the same game on him as he did um, Dr. Light. Dr. Light. Right. And Deathstroke said to him, he said, you should be scared of me. Like, the reason why you're not is because you've been following a charlatan. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you, was he said, um, pure death brings purity, mm-hmm. and he raised his knife. I mean, his I said his knife, his sword, and I was sitting here like, wow, this is you a great should villain. Be scared. He mm-hmm. is a great villain, like, and he I really think is. that's one thing that we don't give enough credit to because a lot of shows have horrible villains, and we are constantly pointing out how horrible the villains are. Mm-hmm. So I want to applaud this villain. He has great motivation. As far as we know, as of this moment, mm-hmm. his discontentment with Robin, his foolery and everything, he has the means to back it up. And he doesn't do a lot of jibber jabber. <laughs> jibber jabber? Yes. Uh, he doesn't. <laughs> That's one thing I didn't note between him and uh, Dr. Dr. Light. Light because mm-hmm. Dr. All right, this was the funny part. When Robin was making fun of Dr. Light, I was thinking, oh, Robin is to Dr. Light like Dr. Light is to Deathstroke. (laughs) Except for Dr. Light doesn't have the ability to just keep himself calm and think things through. Mm. Whereas Deathstroke... I feel like he would be you as a villain. Who? Deathstroke. Me? Like, if you were full on, like, I am plotting, and I feel like I would be Dr. Light. It's like, okay, well, we about to do something. (laughs) I I will say this. It takes a lot to make me angry enough to want to lay hands on somebody <laughs> where I feel like your threshold is a lot smaller than mine. 
<laughs> so I'll I'll agree with you on that point because I'm thinking of back to the times where I was like that angry, and it was a it was slow to me. Maybe it wasn't to other people around me because I'm like thinking to myself, this was weeks, months in the making. This uh reaction that you got from me, this wasn't the same day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I do feel like with you, as we have witnessed. Somebody cross Jasmine, you better be watching out. You better watch out. Because she is taking everybody out that's in the same vicinity. Like, even if they just looked at you once. Your high school crush, your elementary school crush, that girl who, like, kissed you for your first time in kindergarten, all of them are gone. Like... (laughs) So, anyway, um, speaking of the conversation, I know we're doing a lot of jumping around, forgive me. I'm going to just go over Deathstroke up until the reveal to the Titans, okay? Mm-hmm. So Deathstroke uh, and Dr. Light were having an argument about what to do next because the Titans were looking for Jason, using his tracker to find him. And when I say the Titans, I'm talking about the original four, not the new kids on the block. Because so, Robin keeps pushing the new kids over to the side. Right. Which they were discussing. We'll get to that. So, um, Dr. And Dr. Light, Light and Deathstroke were watching them on a camera that they had planted in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And he was very upset. Dr. Light was very upset about them being able to track where one of the cameras were and decided that he did his job. He got them to San Francisco and now it's time to do away with the masks. I was like, do I like them being called masks? Do you? No. Because my thing, it was stupid. It was very stupid to me. Okay, so he wanted to do away with them, and Doc, I mean, and uh, Deathstroke was against it because he said them actually doing this is a part is not a part of the plan, but it actually improves upon the plan. Doctor Light didn't want to hear it, and he bucked up to Deathstroke a little too much. Well, my thing, the thing that I really loved about it was that Deathstroke was just calmly sitting there the whole time. He was just like, oh, all right. And then he even, like, nudged him as he was walking out. Mm-hmm. And I would have killed him on the spot. Like, because that would have been me. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to disrespect me like that. Like, I broke you out of jail. Let's not forget how you got here. You know what's funny? That's what you were thinking. You want to know what I was thinking? What? I was thinking to myself, you need to keep quiet because I'm not sure how useful you are now that they're actually following his plan. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm like, hmm, think about how useful you are right now that they are basically going along with everything. You just said you did what you what he wanted you to do. Only thing he wanted you to do is corral them and bring them all to San Francisco. <laughs> You did that. I'm thinking to myself, like, keep quiet. He will kill you. And guess what he did? He killed him dead. He removed the tracker from Robin Jr. and placed it at the feet of Dr. Light for the Titans to find. And then the Titans um, found out that it was Deathstroke who was working with Dr. Light and who subsequently killed him. Which, you know... Well, they didn't find out. Deathstroke literally called him. Like... Well, what? Well, yes. I'm not saying that they use their detective skills (laughs) to, you know, figure out what happened. I'm saying that they were given the information and it was a discovery to them. They, uh, 
God damn it, you made me want to say something about Christopher Columbus. This is not the time. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, all of that happened. And I don't know. In this whole situation with Deathstroke up until this point, I really think that, like you said, he's a really good villain for the show. Um, definitely better than Trigon. Definitely better than Trigon. I think what helps him out a lot is this. Because we only have illusions or they only allude to what happened in the past. We haven't actually seen it ourselves as far as what it, how it connects to Deathstroke in a meaningful way. Mm-hmm. We know it involves his son somehow. Mm-hmm. You get to have your cake and eat it too because we... Are we can, we can sympathize enough, okay? We know enough that like his son was used in some way, so we can understand that his his motivations for wanting revenge against the Titans. We don't know the outcome of that situation yet, mm-hmm. so we don't know like how severe it was. But because we do that, at the same time, we can also root for the Titans to protect themselves. You know what I mean? True. So that's the only benefit I could see with the whole flashbacks um, thing that they were doing. But I, like I, I said, I personally wouldn't, I would still prefer for them to tell a story without any flashbacks involved. I agree with that, but I also think the reason that they chose Deathstroke is because he's a low budget car- a villain. You mean as far as special effects go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Trigon had to be expensive. Like, no. The CG, well, they did a lot of CG in that. Right, he wasn't really that expensive. The CG he was mostly they, at the end. He was human the entire time. Yeah, that's what like I'm just said. thinking. Like, <laughs> so I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> I think it was. I don't. DC. While I do love the characters, they they have a tendency to shoot themselves in the foot sometimes. I'm still one of those people who liked Man of Steel. I like the idea of Man of Steel. I just feel like they messed themselves up in the execution a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right, so I mean, not Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, the one that everybody you're on one side or the other. But like I said, they I feel like the execution could have been better, and they have to know their audience. They they have to realize that their audience is more than comic book fans because people who are comic book fans, we can fill the dots in ourselves while we're watching it. Because I didn't have a problem watching that. I followed along perfectly well. You know, whereas what I mean? me, I was like, "What's going on?" Right. <laughs> So I was just sitting here like, yeah, because that happened, because you got to understand, I'm busy explaining to you, like, do you understand what's happening? This is amazing. And then here you go. Like, I turned into a, a straight up geek, um, the stereotypical geek, okay? Whatever you want to think of with the glasses, with the overalls, all that stuff. I turned pocket into- protector. Say that again? The pocket, the pocket protector. protector. Yeah, <laughs> I turned into that. And I'm like, see, Jasmine, what you need to understand, I'm like- <laughs> <laughs> And now looking back, I'm like, oh, I was doing too much. Okay. All right. So before that, we're going to rewind. We're going to go back to uh, when Robin first found out. Oh, I guess we could go all the way back to Raven. Uh, Gar. Gar. Oh, you mean slight almost taking his arm off? Right. I'm just saying. Uh, Was I the only one who was wondering why he would reach his hand into the dark abyss? No, you (laughs) are not. Because I would have been like, um, Rachel. 
Rachel, what's going I on with you? I would have picked up a baseball and threw it at her head. <laughs> would have done something. I would not have done that. I'm like, what are you thinking, sir? So she was sleeping. Of course, um, the reoccurring event that happens every time Rachel sleeps is a, a whirlwind of darkness and razor blades, apparently, swirls around her, and that's what's been cutting up her back and everything. And Gar decided to reach his hand in the whirlwind of razor blades in order to wake her up, even though he clearly could see it. I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know. I don't know if I like Gar. I do and I don't. He's one of those characters that are really iffy for me. Maybe that's because they're doing Maybe they're doing him justice. And the only reason why I say that is because he's supposed to be a teenager. And generally, I don't like teenagers on TV. True. You definitely aren't a fan of teenagers on TV. Right. So because I'm going back and forth, I'm like, maybe they don't, they're doing a better job than most. Because most of the time I would just hate him. Mm-hmm. Like Rose. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Because I really enjoyed Rose, if we're being honest, this episode. I know you did. I couldn't stand her. I'm just like, why are you here? You're a waste of space. Wow, bold she statement. Is. She's a waste of she space. She is kind of just there. Honestly. If it was me, I agree if, with you though. She would, I would have kicked her out before we even got the new. I don't mother. even know if I would have kicked her out. She may not exist now. <laughs> okay, because my thing is like, first of all, let's be fair. I would have definitely um, not even have gone to locate her when he saw the whole when Robin saw the footage of her um, running away from the cops. Would not have done it. Would not have seen anything special in her. Oh, there's just another person out there running from the police who's highly skilled. I feel hmm. like the way we... If it was me, you, Darnell, Adelaide, and another member of the OBE team, I think Darnell would have went out and got her and we would have had to deal with it. No, we wouldn't because Darnell would be right out there with her. <laughs> <laughs> no. No sorry, Bob. Okay. Uh, so anyway, um, that happened and immediately after it was a weird transition to, oh yeah, Robin walked in the room because, uh, Gar was telling Raven after his, uh, wrist got, uh, slipped by her that Jason is missing and Robin happened to walk in during that time and ask what happened with Jason. So they explain, well, Jason, not Jason, Gar explains what happened with Jason, how they went into the train, how they located Dr. Light, went into the train titles just to spot him and then they were going to come back and all that stuff. And Robin's response irritated me. Jasmine, can you tell me why it was uh, irritating? I don't know. Why? Wow. Really? His I don't, I'm trying to remember his response. Okay. He said this. He said. You guys really went out. To oh, by yourself. Without without backup, any <laughs> Without equipment. Without weapons. And I was just sitting here thinking like the past two episodes. Well, first of all, Jason been... Todd had several weapons. It doesn't like... even matter. The past two episodes, Jasmine, me, you, and Darnell have been complaining about why are the Titans, the OG Titans, Okay, the ones who supposedly have a lot of experience doing the superhero sidekick crap went out without weapons, without backup, without help multiple times. <laughs> okay, we I was just complaining about why Robin tried to hunt down Dr. Light without any protective gear on. <laughs> you knew you was hunting this man down. You did nothing to try to... 
Okay, so I was so upset about this double standard. I, it was I mean, the But it makes thing. sense because we're older and know better. No, obviously <laughs> not because you're making the same mistakes they did. So, no, I cannot give that to them, okay? All right. So, then after that, the Titans, the old Titans discuss, you know, the whole situation with Robin and... Uh, Hank makes some disparaging remarks about Robin, how he's a little punk, how he's a little asshole, how he's a little dick, all this <clears> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so he's making all these comments and they're just arguing about, you And know, then the two girls are like, oh uh, yeah, we don't have time for this. Right. And then here goes Hank, but why? Why are you leaving? I know I'm just upset. Look, no, you guys are being over the top and irrational and it's annoying. I can't stand it. This is not the time for the blame game. Whatever. So fast forward to them locating um, Dr. Light's body. And Deathstroke is on the phone with them. And I had, you know, it kind of, it warmed my heart. It warmed it up quite a bit to hear um, Hank say, attaboy, about Robin. Even though I don't like Robin Jr. Mm -hmm. that much. I was like, that's right. You talk your mess, sir. You talk it. You tell him that he's not allowed to push you around. I mean, and then he immediately beat the crap out of him. <laughs> but at least he had his moment to shine. Jasmine, your thoughts. I, You know what? I agree. You know I've always loved Jason Tallett. As soon as mm-hmm. he came on the screen, I was like, yes. And when he was talking all that, I was like, yeah. He could, he, uh, and then he got beat up. And I was like, oh, poor baby. <laughs> but I, I can appreciate like his personality mm-hmm. but okay so after that one thing that I noticed between well this is a running thing that I'm picking up the show seems to be centered around choices right now the consequences of your choices the path that you choose you know for yourself mm-hmm. and everything like that and when you look between the two groups, at the time I was looking at Dr. Light and Deathstroke and then the Titans, I noticed a lot of dissension between the two. There's a lot of arguing. It's a lot of um, trying to figure out what's the right moves to make and things like that. It's really like they're trying to play a game of chess with one person. And when I say that, it's because they're not really, not Deathstroke so much, but you know, Dr. Light, he wasn't really looking at his opponents as opponents, more so as... Obstacles. Yeah. And I feel the same thing is happening with the Titans. They're not really looking at Deathstroke as a person. You know what I mean? As someone who thinks. Because a lot of the choices that you're making are dumb. And what I mean by that is, this is something that really irritated me. And this happens a little bit later. But when Robin is talking um, about the plan that they have for Deathstroke, right? Using the phone that Deathstroke gave him. And I'm just sitting here like, what if he bugged that phone? I mean, this, I, go ahead. I think the issue is that they're teenagers. And I think we, we both... They're not. Are, they're full-fledged adults. What are you right, but they're about? still young adults. They're not, they're not Deathstroke. Is Deathstroke detective. is like 40. Right, so, and they're in their late 20s, mid are to they? late 20s. Yes. Are you sure? Yes. I thought they were supposed to be, like, early 20s. How? How? With, how? Think about that. 
Robin was a detective. Right, but you could be a detective in like not, no, you depending cannot. on when you join the force. No, you cannot. You cannot just become a detective without any background, without any schooling, without anything, without um putting in your dues. You get promoted into that position. Let's see. How are you to the average detective? <sighs> While Continue. Jasmine, did you did you find it yet? No, I'm telling you to oh. What? So the expected age of an average detective or investigator is between thirty-five and fifty. Right. So I'm. I said late twenties. I'm saying that they're exceptional at what they're the, what they do. Okay. The minimum age to join the police department is nineteen, and you usually spend three to five years before you can qualify for the exec- detective exam. Mm-hmm. So that would put him at what, like he's 25? twenty five? Yeah, around twenty five, like I said. Mm-hmm. So that being said, I can't really give you that pass with what you said about them being teenagers. Maybe mentally, and that's a problem. <laughs> that's the same problem that we had with another adult who was acting like a teenager within the DC TV universe. Um, rest in peace. You guys know who I'm talking about. I don't. I have no clue. The Flash. Oh. Nora. Oh. Wow. Anyway, so um, I had a lot of... I was looking at both of them and thinking that it's really strange that they're not writing them a little bit smarter. And not saying that... Not saying that they're not smart, but I'm saying you should, they should be thinking, especially whoever is a leader, should be thinking about the consequences upon the consequences upon the consequences of their actions. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. At least three, four, five steps ahead, where I feel like Robin is being too much a live in a moment person. You know what I mean? And well, not just that, he's also not having a conversation with the team about what the plans are. Because he's doing what, Jasmine? Living in the moment and being selfish. All right. All right. So um, I want to go back to the, well, there's a scene between Gar and Rose and Gar gets angry at Rose for her not respecting the sensitivity of the situation that they're all in with Jason's kidnapping, right? Mm-hmm. So she's just basically being flippant about it, saying I was so fine what? with that because she does like, um, what's her name, Ro- Rachel. Ray- Rachel. She was like, she doesn't know Garth, so why would she mm. care? That doesn't matter, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. If somebody close to me died, you don't know them. But that's different. Like if I just true. met you, that'd be like if someone close to a friend of a friend died. Okay, so would you be teasing them about the fact that their friend died? I wouldn't be teasing them, but I wouldn't Right, be... so that's what she was doing. That's what I'm saying. She was instigating an argument, teasing him about the fact that his friend was kidnapped and is missing. And then saying, well, it was his fault anyway. All that stuff, you don't do that. You keep, like, I don't understand what's wrong with the age-old adage of if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything she could have just kept her mouth shut ate her cereal and kept it moving but she decided to try to start an argument with gar and did she i realized started or did gar started because i remember no, gar, gar complaining said, 
that she was like looking for cereal yeah he was doing that but was that really should that been the appropriate response at that time i mean the reality is if you push somebody you don't get to decide how they react you don't but you get to decide as a person how you're going to react Hmm. Okay, so I feel like um, I didn't like her at all. And I find it weird. I'll say this. I find it weird that... What's her name? Um, That Rose is even there. And she already made it clear that her job is to break things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's what she does. And I, she's clearly the one who is trying to tear the group up from within. It's Definitely. a clear thing. So that's why I don't like her. I, you can see that from the previous episodes. That's already what she was doing. I don't care about her story. I don't care about her not wanting to be around her dad. Goodbye, ma'am. You don't have to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. That's how I feel about her. So anyway, Gar is upset about his conversation with her and he goes back to the control room because they're supposed to, at this time, be looking for Robin's tracker and with Raven. So he's with Raven and Raven decides to blame Gar as well. So in that moment, how did you feel about Raven's response to Gar and Gar's response to Raven? Um, I think it was okay. I can't, I can't really complain, honestly, simply because, um, I can't complain because I understand where it's coming from. If you get what I'm, if you get what I mean. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but what are your thoughts? Um, well, go into a little bit more for me, please. Um, as far as where he's coming from, there's a lot of issues within the team, and I can see the lack of respect and the lack of space that is being given to them to grow and learn or whatever. So I think that's the reason that it's really an issue. As far as the um, Garth and Robin, can I can I go into the Garth and Rachel interaction? The one that we were already on. No, I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying more into like where he, like, really exploded, then there's a whole crush element to that. You're talking about when um, Rose was saying to, what's her name? I'm sorry, his name, Gar, that, oh, your little girlfriend, he said, no, she's not my girlfriend. Why? Because you don't like her or she doesn't like you. Mm -hmm. And I'm just sitting here like, oh, my God, this is why I hate kids. I mean, I want them, but I don't like teenagers. Sure. I mean, I don't think anyone actually likes teenagers. Okay. So, anyway, I'll speak to how I felt about it. I thought it was really petty of Raven to even do that because she definitely did it 
in a way to I don't like people who who um argue that way where they try to slide something in and then try to backtrack and say that's not what I meant when it's clearly what you meant. So then when she started attacking Gar and Gar defended himself, he's like, first of all, why would I come to you? You can't control your powers. And mm-hmm. she started crying. I'm like, girl, you can't. You choked him out during um during the training. Then on top of that, you were sitting up there lying to everybody about it. Uh, subsequently, so were they. And then on top of that, you were having uh, your powers. You can't even control them while you're sleeping. You're scratching yourself up in your sleep with a uh, shot. Yeah, breaker. that's true. Definitely. Right. And so why would I then bring you into a high stakes situation where it's going to be a lot of pressure and you're going to have to make tough choices? You don't. And even while she was saying, well, I could have turned him into a bright puddle. Exactly. You could have killed him. That is not what we need here. We do not need you to be a murderer today. You couldn't even handle what she thought was a murder later on. Mm, that's true too. So I'm. Um, I mean, I well, w- technically she did handle, but she couldn't control it. Mhm. She can't. She can't control it. Um, especially with the conversation that she has later with um. Corey, you can tell that um, based off of that discussion. But I was sitting there like, no, Gar. He he actually apologized to Raven once she stormed out. I was like, no, Gar. You are not sorry. You told her what she needed to hear. You are not prepared for this. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she stormed out because Corey came there and, you know, being the light that she is brought a little bit of happiness to uh, Raven's life. So... I realized that Starfire and Raven uh, have a definitely have a big sister, little sister relationship. At first, mm-hmm. I thought it was mother and daughter, which I think they were trying to do in season one. But now, as you can see, since they gave Rachel a lot more independence, that it's more of a sibling relationship in a mentor mentee type of way. You know what I mean? Like where there's years of separation, and it's somebody you can look up to and come to for advice. So Raven goes to Starfire and basically tells her about what has been happening, that Jason is gone, everything like that, right? Like, my powers are out of control. I don't know how to do this. And they have this whole heart-to-heart moment of, like, I I think that as long as you can be good, you should be and being good as a choice and blah 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 right so once again uh the discussion about choices decisions consequences who you are at your core basically they were talking about nature versus nurture um you're not born evil or good the choices that you make lead you to on a path that will take you to the path of goodness or the path of being an evil jerk you know Mm-hmm. So I did appreciate that conversation and I love that they are showing Rachel as a person who is, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm mean, not Rachel. I'm sorry. They're showing Starfire. Starfire. Yes. As a person, they're showing her what she would be like as a queen. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That she is good at leading people, which is making me all the more irritated. It really is. 
because I'm like, your people need this. Your people need somebody who's mature. Leave these little immature assholes to themselves, okay? Because this entire time, I kid you not, I was doing the exact same thing as Rachel. And I was sitting here, where's Corey? We need somebody who's an adult. Uh, Well, first of all, I wasn't asking for an adult. I mean, Corey, I was asking for an adult. I'm like, they need an adult. This is not what you do. This constant arguing and bickering and trying to figure out what to do, but not doing it in a productive way. What is the point of that? So what did you think about that conversation between them? I mean, I think that she's right. It wasn't done in a productive way. And I think that the way that Robin is doing it created all of this conflict. Basically what you said the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree with you. It's It's great to see her as a queen and see how regal she would be. And you can understand why her booty call came through and was like, hey, um, you will be an amazing queen and you should have that opportunity. I can't believe that you would pass that up just so you can stay around and play with these animals. Hmm. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm, that's so deep stuff. Wait a second. I don't know where the context of that. I'm sorry. I blanked out for a second. Tell me again. <laughs> like, I think that you can, like, based on seeing Corey, you can mm-hmm. see why her ex came all the way there risking his life so that she can come back and be queen. Right. Like, like you she... Can... Go ahead. Like, and he even said, your people deserve you and you would be a great queen. Mm-hmm. Like, she's running away from that responsibility for whatever reason and instead is using that gift on people who right now are not deserving of it but maybe that's more of a queenly thing you're going to people who may not be deserving of it but who needs it but then I would argue you got um maybe a billion or so people who need it too and you're wasting it on these six or so mm-hmm. all right so I really feel like okay so Rose tr- not tricks them but pressures um raven and gar Gar to listening on Mm -hmm. a conversation between Corey and the titans about what happened with jason so during the conversation they understand that deathstroke wants rose and it's either rose or um jason they have to do an exchange so she decides to run and she beats uh well she beats up um hank and Hank is and he deserved it he deserved that ass. Really? Because yes, I don't think so. Yes, I don't he think did. so. Like, I he disagree. deserved it. And I you know did. what's so funny? This is the one episode Darnell should have been on simply because Hank didn't get hurt after he got that ass. Like, what? He didn't get hurt in the sense that he broke something. Whereas every other episode, he broke something. I don't think so. This is the problem. I don't think that he deserved that at all. He was trying to bring her in. He was trying to not engage her. He was trying not to fight her. She kept hitting him. How long are I you? I mean, this is a caged take- animal at that point. I don't even care. That has nothing to do with me. That has nothing to do with me. The one you should be beating up on is Robin, but your punk behind hit behind a damn pillar, but decided to jump out for me. <laughs> like, get out of here. No, Rose is a punk. And then when Rose tried that crap on Raven, I was so happy when Raven demolished her. I was like, yes, mm-hmm. yes. 
I want you to be like a wild animal, sink your teeth into it, and then shake with all your heart. Shake her. Shake her. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, because she killed her. Whew. Like, if she, if she could have died, she killed her. <laughs> I would have been okay with that. Like, honestly, because she was being a jerk. She really was. Like, I understand why you were trying to leave, right? But mm. once again, why is it that no one is smart about their decisions? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why are they all dumb? So her first instinct when she decided to escape was to run past where the meeting place was. <laughs> Maybe that was the only way to the... Le- yeah, it was the only way to the elevator. It doesn't even matter. You didn't have to go now. You could have waited. You know, like, you could have... You're a ninja. She was sneaking around this entire time before. Now you can't... You don't know how to sneak? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, this was irritating to me. I, Rose can go. Rose can go. I don't want nothing to do with her. Burn her at the stake at this point. All right, so um, Hank was all for trading her in, saying, F her. She's not our teammate. Right, she's uh, not worth of Jason. I right. definitely agree with that. Like, she, like, he is one of us. She isn't. She's his daughter. Legally, he has a right to her. Like, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Technically, we're kidnapping. You know what I mean? That is fair. So I'm like, okay. Um, and everybody was mad about that because they was like, you were turning into um, a monster. And if you right, become like, a monster to, t- to fight a monster, what does that make you? A monster with morals. Right. Like, that makes me Batman. Next. <laughs> <laughs> and I can understand what Starfire was saying in that moment, but I did not want any co-sign from Dawn. Don situ like she really well, was like also, no Starfire wasn't there for most of the drama that Rose caused. Right. So I can understand her point of view, but Don needs to sit down and be quiet. And this is the reason why. The entire time you gave no regard to the fact that Jason was kidnapped. That's what I had a problem for. Cause she didn't say she never said we have to do something to get Jason. Have you did you notice? No. Not I didn't. once. Not once did she say anything. She said, we can't turn over Rose. And that, to me, was her decision that she wanted to keep Rose over Over Jason. Jason. Mm -hmm. And she is just as much of a monster as her husband slash boyfriend, whatever he is. So, no. Mm -hmm. Get out of here. Then Robin and Star have a conversation. He's like, girl, your hair is looking good. She's like, thanks, I know. (laughs) And, of course, he also said, uh, the reason why I didn't contact you is because I don't like asking for help. So what was what was your thoughts on that? Um, I don't know because I agree that I don't want I don't I know she doesn't like asking for help, but at the same time I think this would have been a situation where you need help. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So even as you're like I I can't I don't want to bother like this would be you with the whole I don't want to ask for help like I I got stuff blah blah blah. Or would mm-hmm. that be more me? No, it probably would be me. Yeah, because I'm always telling people I need some help. Yo, mm-hmm. can you help me with, like, literally, I've had strangers. I love how you didn't know yourself and you had to question it and then you came to the opposite conclusion within five seconds. Like, I'm literally like, hey, stranger, can you tie my shoe, please? <laughs> and I'm like, suffering silent. Oh. Uh, I, mean, I can't understand. I can't understand that. I wasn't uh, against Robin not asking for help. The problem that I had with Robin was that he, he didn't have a plan. No, he's a liar. 
I don't like that. And I don't like somebody who intentionally makes someone ignorant of a situation that affects them. You know what I mean? See, I agree with you in that because the reality is he could have told uh, the JV team, like, mm-hmm. been like, this is, like, I'm going to lay all my cards out on the table because the reason this happened is because I wasn't completely honest with you guys. Mm-hmm. And that would have been growth in him learning from his mistakes. See, and I don't mind leadership. The problem that I have is I prefer a democracy where we all get to decide you, together. You prefer a democracy? Yes. Uh-huh. When I'm not the leader. <laughs> Otherwise, it's a dictatorship in here. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> so anyway, after all of that, of Dick saying, you know, them having a heart-to-heart, Dick immediately goes against the plan and decides to sacrifice himself. And I was sitting here like, Dick, what are you doing? Because Deathstroke said something along these lines. Do not quote me because this is not word for word. But he said something along these lines. He said, you think that you get to decide how this is going to end. And he says something about a life um, being lost more people will die because mm-hmm. of the choices that you make right mm-hmm. and dick said go ahead get it over with once again i had a flashback to um dr light because i'm like <laughs> this man just told you he was about to kill jason and you said go ahead get it over with in that moment that's what i was thinking I'm like he he's telling you he's going to kill jason why well, he didn't know robin thought in all fairness robin thought he was talking about him no, why would you think that he had you dead to rights? He was going to kill you anyway. He just told you that you're you're not dictating how this will go. That means he's not going to kill you. Right, when he said that, that's when, like, he, like... That's what he said first before he said, because of the choices that you make, more people are going to die, was a follow-up. Hmm. So he should never have thought he was talking about him. See, that's what I call selfishness. That is narcissism. You don't deserve to be leader. Who taught you this? Batman. Right, like... Also, why did he bring a vest with him? Uh, wasn't that just on the ground? No, he wore it with him and took it off because he wanted Deathstroke to kill him. Oh, I don't know. And I'm sitting here thinking... I mean, he why... br- I guess he brought it because he knew that he would have an opportunity. I don't know, because that's a stupid thing to do. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you had an opportunity later on. If you were walking in and open like that, Deathstroke would have just shot you in the head. You had no armor on your head. <laughs> like, what vital organs are you protecting Like, that's more important than your brain? <sighs> okay, anyway. Um... So, what did you think about the ending with... Uh, at the um, end of can it, we have a conversation all, about... Um, Corey showing up and was like hey you really thought you were going to compliment my hair as your last words I would have killed you Michelle like as soon as I saved you I would have killed you why because if you had done that to me and actually died I would have dug you up revived you and killed you why do all my friends starting to kill me if I end up dying because that would have pissed me off like, oh, yeah, I like your hair. And now you're going to go sacrifice yourself? Like, fuck you. And I would have well, been... I probably would do something like that. I, I would have... would say, like, Jasmine, you're amazing. 
and then go off myself. <laughs> like, like, that's the only time you'll ever hear me give you a compliment. It's like, no. Like, and then it's so funny because, like, I could see that happening and I would have been yelling the whole time. Like, you fucking asshole. I can't believe, like, as I'm firing stupid, like, light bolts, I'd have been like, I can't believe you would do this shit. I will kill you as soon as we get back to the fucking tower. It's over. Like, I own your life now. <laughs> Yo, you know what's sad, though? That in that moment when she was doing all of that, and she's like, uh, what's his name? Dick, get Jason. Or mm-hmm. whatever, because she was fighting. That show, she was doing pretty good. She, I like the way that they used her powers in the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, But the problem that I had was like, Star, what are you, what are you thinking, ma'am? He doesn't have any powers. He's not going to be able to break a book. Bu- I don't know why she didn't glass. just blast the glass so that well, he could at least. I don't do know that. how hot her fire can get, so I don't know. But I definitely do know that there is no way that Dick was going to be able to do that. Like she's strong enough to throw people through walls. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like throw your body through the damn wall. Something like I was confused by that. Anyway, Robin ended up. Um, we don't know if he's dead, but it's not looking good. He no, we both know what's a... about to happen. Starfire is going to find her floaty power, jump off the roof to save him, and they're going to both be fine. What is it called? Die Hard? Like, he basically had a Die Hard moment where he fell off the Tokyo, well, yeah, the Tokyo Hotel. And I'm just sitting here like, if Severus Snape was still alive, how would he feel about seeing somebody do the exact same thing that he did, like, 30 years later? You don't remember Die Hard, do you? Well, the only thing I remember about Die Hard that is not a Christmas movie. Because you didn't watch it, so therefore... I, first of all, I did it. watch Die Hard. You can't dictate I did watch it. It was fucking not. years ago when he was fighting uh, terrorists. Excuse me, ma'am. Ma'am, this is a child-friendly podcast. Since when? Since now. <laughs> no person. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, they had that moment. I was just like, um, it's not looking good. Hopefully, I was I was sitting there thinking, okay, all right. Remember the Flash, right? Mm-hmm. When Barry got pushed off the building, and then Iris immediately ran after him to catch him. I was like, let's see if Robin's going to do. This. Well, Robin didn't have it. Like he was immediately. First of all, the- he stopped. He no earth should right. jump over and then after that right I'm thinking okay Starfire nobody was willing to sacrifice himself to save him I'm like who can fly is there no people I thought Starfire could fly really? I don't think that she could fly that? like I don't think she has developed that ability yet and I think this is the motivation for her to get it. If you do what I mean. Well, we're about to find out next week. Uh, but next week's episode is going to be about Connor. Are you looking forward to that? Mm-hmm. I told you what I think is going to happen, though. Yeah, you already told me, but I'm asking you, are you looking forward to it? Yeah. I mean, okay. who isn't looking forward to Superboy? I wonder if he was going to make his appearance in next week's episode, and he's the one who's going to jump off the air and catch Robin, and then they have love. I wouldn't like, be surprised. I don't think that they would do a love interest, though. I know they wouldn't do that. But anyway... Um, first of all, because Robin has never shown any interest in guys. I wouldn't say that. Not At least not in this show. Okay. 
So let's um, wrap this up. Thank you guys for listening to another Overpowered Podcast. This is Geeks of the Machine. Um, you can visit us on overpoweredentertainment.com, Facebook, also Overpowered Entertainment. You can follow us on Twitter at Real OP Tweets and Instagram at Real OP Graham. Visit our website to look at all of our past um, podcasts. We have the whole catalog there, except for Once Upon a Time. <laughs> and we also have plenty of articles that we are uploading um, for you guys to read about various things in geekdom. So reviews about anime, about comics, all that stuff. So look forward to all of that. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye.